Hello, you're listening to Work From Home, a Lower Street podcast where we help you stay connected, productive and sane whilst working remotely. Today, we're taking a look at meetings and rituals that actually make a difference, how to keep a track of everyone's status and some isolation theatre. So first up is a blog by Enjoy HQ, and they've been fully remote since 2015, so they've had a fair amount of time to get used to working from home. And in this article, they've compiled a huge list of tactics and tips and strategies for making meetings and having a cadence and format of meetings that works best for you. Now, a few interesting points from this. The first one is having a two-minute check-in every day. And what happens is at the end of the day, team members are sent an email which asks them to put down what they accomplished this day, what they're planning to do tomorrow, and if they have any blockers for the stuff that they're planning to do tomorrow. And this helps everybody record their process, set out their goals, and it means that at a glance, people can see what everyone is aiming to do, what they have done, and if they're having any issues. And This happens every day and it just takes a couple of minutes and they do this instead of having a video stand-up call to keep a track of everyone's progress at the start or at the end of the day. And I think this is a really interesting idea because it can help to just have a basic text version that everyone can look at and see what everyone's up to. And in fact, in some cases, having a text-based meeting or catch-up is more efficient than having a video call, especially when it's something like this where you're effectively just exchanging lists. A second interesting point from this is the way in which they do their one-on-ones. They say that they have one one one-on-one for an hour, but once a month, rather than weekly or bi-weekly. And it's interesting because we have one-on-ones here at Lower Street almost weekly, and they aren't dedicated one-on-ones, but we end up having one-on-one calls with each other fairly frequently because that's just the way in which we have meetings. But here on this article, Enjoy HQ are talking about they're setting aside specific time every month to catch up with team members one-on-one. And the idea is that it's purely a conversation to get to know each other and understand the levels of satisfaction, dissatisfaction, what they're able to do easily, what they're having difficulty doing, and that the managers and team members are able to easily catch up with each other. And an interesting point about this is that it's the team members and not the managers that set the agendas for these one-on-ones, which I think is pretty interesting. I'd be interested to know how you do your one-on-ones. Do you set aside specific time for them? Do you do them once a month, once a week? Let us know, wfh at lowerstreet.co, and we'd be more than happy to discuss it on the show. As well as a number of really interesting points, there's also a general rules list on this article that I think is worth checking out with just some useful guiding ideas like over-communicate, by which they mean just write more or say more than perhaps you might think you need because it's better to have too much detail than to not have enough. Also, if you're spending more than five minutes on Slack explaining something, then hop on a video call. And this is something that we do and we think is really valuable, is that instead of trying to hash something out purely over text, it can be easier to just actually hop on a video call and talk to someone. And this is something that you lose when you aren't working physically in the same space as other people, is this ability to turn around and just have a chat about something and sort it out that way. 
You can reverse engineer this though by using short video calls to really get to the bottom of something rather than falling into what can sometimes be a trap of spending too long on Slack or any other messaging app, just trying to talk about it there. Next up is a tool called Status Hero and this actually links into what we were talking about before with the Enjoy HQ article and in fact this is the tool that they use for their daily stand-ups. What happens is they are emailed a link to this and everyone puts in what they're doing, what's next, if they're having any blockers and the interesting thing about this is that as well as collating what everyone's up to and giving you graphs and visualizations and metrics and importantly being able to look at everything at a glance. The interesting thing is that Status Hero, they've positioned it as something to be used instead of a face-to-face -face meeting and I think this is really interesting. I'd be interested to hear if you have daily stand-ups where you catch up with what everyone's up to and whether you think maybe something like this might be more efficient. I think certainly if you're trying to keep a track of what everyone else is up to, the idea of just having a basic list that you can see at a glance what everyone is up to is really, really valuable and that maybe you save the video calls for something else. We will have a link to this in the show notes, so do check it out and let us know, do you use something like this? Email us wfh at lowerstreet.co. Finally, how do you make theatre programmes when everyone's stuck at home? Well, two groups in the UK, the National Theatre of Scotland and Home in Manchester, are commissioning online programmes of work as a response to the lockdown that's going on at the moment. Some big names have already signed on, Brian Cox and Alan Cumming are involved, and the idea is that there are going to be several digital pieces that are created from isolation and the writers and the artists are going to collaborate and then it's obviously going to be filmed inside their own home. And I think it'll be really interesting to see how this turns out because we've seen people like The News, all these anchors and casters and different television program hosts filming themselves from home with varying degrees of success. So it would be interesting to see what happens when theatre types turn their mind to it and we see what comes of it because, you know, theatre isn't something that's typically filmed. It's something that's done live in front of people. So I think it'll be interesting to see the pieces of work that they turn out from this. The first of them will be coming out next month. So we will keep you up to date on that. And there's a link to this article in the show notes below. That's it for today's episode. Do you have stories about working from home that you'd like to share with us? Tips you'd like to hear or topics you'd like us to cover? Email us wfh at lowerstreet.co. Remember to subscribe and share this episode with someone you think would enjoy it. And join us for new content every week day. Yeah.